FX presents the Indie Podcast with your host, T. Sterling Watson. Good morning, Indubians. I am T. Sterling Watson. This is the Indie Podcast. Thank you for stopping by and pressing play. This is week number 24, so you should just end the savings bank if you're doing the 52-week savings challenge. Huh, that is always a mouthful to say, but I like to say it, and it's fun. This is week, or not week, episode 27. I am joined by my co-host, who I'm not going to leave in the um, the mysterious mystery box for that much longer as I did last time. Hi, Courtney. How are you doing? Great. How are you? I'm doing much better now that I've figured out my technical difficulties that I was having earlier that I, you were so graciously, patiently waiting for me to figure out and helping me. And I thank you so much. Of course. Of course. Anytime. So how are you doing today? I'm great. I'm blessed. How are you? Um, oh, I'm blessed as well. Thank you. Um, and unfortunately, although I'm, I'm going to see what I can do to try to, to put together the first time we recorded because we had some, some lovely banter because I talked about how how now you have been pretty much promoted to being a co-host because you've been on so many times mm-hmm. on this lovely podcast. And, and I am I am grateful and gracious and thank you for that. What what was it? Because oh, we were trying to figure out the last time you were on and it was um, Regrets and Disciplines episode, which mm-hmm. I don't know what number episode that was. But you've been on so many times. So I'm so happy to welcome you to the Indupe family. Well, thank you very much. Thank you. I accept, humbly accept the upgrade in the, in the mm. positions here. I, I accept. Well, we, we love having you here. Um, so, yes, this episode is about a couple things. The lovely Janelle and her, or, or the three of us, we will be discussing a brand new live tweet that we will be doing um, next week when this episode comes out. About Avatar The Last Airbender. Made sure I got that title right this time. Yes. Yes. So excited about it. Yes, yes, I, I, I know. Both both oh, I mean all three of us are excited. Uh we're we're doing a, a rewatch on um Nickelodeon some years ago. I guess two thousand five. See, mm-hmm. see, you've got the facts. You know, you know these things. That's that's why you're here. That's why Janelle will be here. So, you know get all that good stuff out um but yeah first we're going to take a little break not sure uh, exactly which who knows we'll see so we'll be right back hey everybody i'm geek soul brother and i'm putting the funk in the final frontier come join me and my five nerdy venoms on our podcast as we discuss movies tv games comics anime and all sorts of special topics in the geek universe find us in itunes and stitcher and you can even listen to us live on tuesdays 10 p.m on talkshoe.com we love a nerdy conversation Hey, this is your girl, Misty Nice Afro, a.k.a. Stuff I Will, coming from behind the lemonade stand, where I'll be serving up all of your nerd and geek needs from movies, comics, TV shows, music, and pop culture. Please allow me to keep your thirst quenched with a tall glass refreshing lemonade, because nerding is hard work, and I'm sure you can use a sip. Can't wait to serve you guys. Peace out. 
So, welcome back to the new podcast, uh, and now it's time for our special segment. We will be talking about, um, wow, my mind went blank for a second, Avatar, The Last Airbender. And I have some special guests who will be co-hosts to this live tweet event that will be happening starting Tuesday, June 21st. Um, Courtney will be with us. Hi, Courtney. Hi. And uh, brand new to the podcast... We will welcome Janelle. How, hello, Janelle. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited. Well, <laughs> first we have to get to know you, so you have to pass our little initiation. Okay. And, um, basically, I'm you just ready. have to. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to hit you with this this question. I didn't prepare you with this one. Uh huh. Okay. Ready? So, yes. if Ben and Jerry's were to call you like tomorrow or even tonight, <laughs> said, "Hey, uh-huh. we would like for you to come up with an ice cream flavor for us. What, <gasps> what would that be?" Oh my gosh, that's hard. Okay, okay, what flavor? Oh my goodness. Something with like caramel, sea salt, um, and like maybe raspberries, maybe? Okay. What would you uh, call it? Oh. oh. <laughs> I'm so uncreative. So like maybe like <laughs> <laughs> salted berry. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, that works. <laughs> it works. It works. I like it. We'll allow it. We'll allow it. Okay, we'll yeah. we'll take you off the spot. So tell us a little about yourself, Janelle. So because you're brand new, we we don't know who you are. Who is this stranger? Uh, all right, so I am Janelle. I am an astrologer, clairvoyant, intuitive, and licensed acupuncturist in New York City. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. That's nice. that's me. That's all of me in a nutshell. I there's nothing else to me actually. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you are very um, uh, interesting is too uh, understated of a word. Um, I don't know. I've been following you for a while on Twitter. Uh-huh. Uh, you, you're very insightful. Uh, you've got uh, just a lot of knowledge about a lot of things, especially like uh, astrology, but just uh, even when it comes to things entertainment. Um, yeah. But um, it's, it's really interesting. Thank you. Um yeah, I, I guess I'm a little bit of a, a jackie of all trades, I guess, if you will. Um, but I really do like entertainment because I, I think it's such a great reflection of, of people, you know. It and, is. You know, as we watch ourselves on screen, we, we learn so much about ourselves as a society and as a, as a global society. So that's why I love it so much. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I like that, that breakdown of entertainment. I might, not stealing it, I'm just going to borrow it and rephrase <laughs> it and repurpose it. <laughs> basically. Yeah, but that that actually leads into um, I guess the story of what happened like a, a couple weeks ago you had reached out to me and, and just kind of brought up this idea of doing a live tweet for Avatar The Last Airbender mm-hmm. so I said oh wow mm-hmm. it sounds like a great idea and um, I had immediately wanted to bring Courtney in because she well so far from what I've learned or gathered the two of you seem to be experts on this show like, I don't know I'm if I'm an convinced. expert, but okay. <laughs> I'm convinced that you must have both watched it at least twice in, in this past year. So. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that might be true. That is true. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yes, because, um, well, with Courtney, the other day she just brought up some example from some random episode. Like, you don't you remember? I'm like, I've only seen it once. I'm so sorry. <laughs> So, but, um, I was so ashamed and embarrassed for you because yeah. it's amazing. It's 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 really 
fucking amazing. Sorry, can I curse on this show? <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'll just take it out later. It's, it's right. cool. Mm-hmm. But, um, yes, um, so that's why I'm like, well, between the, the two of you, I can just be somewhat of a... Because I've, I've always wanted to watch it again, um, but it's best to watch it as a as a community, and that's that's what I've been doing with Fringe, but that's about to end soon. Um, so now Avatar The Last Airbender, so I can go back and re-watch this now and with, with a different perspective. But um, before I get into my reasons for watching it, um, like how did you both discover Avatar? Like, did you watch it live, or did you, was it streamed, or did you catch it streaming? When, when was the first time you watched it and got like hooked into it? You want to go first? Uh, Janelle can go first. Me, okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I well, I think I got exposed to it probably twice. So the first time I started watching Avatar, I was actually babysitting my nieces. Um, this was way back in 2005. So this was when it was, I think it was first starting to air on Nickelodeon. Okay. And I remember, like, you know, my nieces were, like, two and, I think, six at the time. Um, but they loved it. And I remember being like, oh, well, this is really good. Because most cartoons at the time weren't that interesting to me. You know, I was watching mm-hmm. a lot of Nick Jr. and stuff like that. And, you know, this was, like, a breath of fresh air in terms of, like, I'm not bored or trying to kill myself. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was my first path. But, you know, when it was airing on TV, it was really hard to catch it in order. And I think when I've listened to the creators after the fact, now that everything's finished, they were saying that for a while Nickelodeon wasn't playing the episodes in order, apparently, which Mm. was kind of weird. So anyway, fast forward, I think about three years later, um, I hadn't watched it all that time, but I got reintroduced to it because Netflix had picked it up and was streaming it. you know, as one, I think they were streaming it, and also they had the DVDs. So I started streaming it. I think they had the first two seasons, and I was hooked. Um, and so I had to keep going with it. And then I think I caught up to it when they had the finale, which was live on Nickelodeon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was it was a little bit broken up, but I'm glad that I was able to see it. You know, I was binge watching it because I was just and at the time that I was binge watching it, I had just entered um, into acupuncture school. Hmm, okay. For my for my graduate studies, and so I was seeing a lot of reflections of what they were talking about in the cartoon series, and what I was studying in school. And like, I don't know if you know uh, Ty Lee. Is it Ty Lee? Um, one of Azula's uh, buddies, who's like a, an you know aerobic gymnast uh-huh. and also a chi blocker. And I remember like like screaming like, Oh my gosh, she's hitting actual acupuncture points! Like. <laughs> <laughs> Because <laughs> you know, I was learning them in school, she's like, she's actually chi blocking. Like that's amazing. Um, so just being really enthralled with how much of you know, Asian and Chinese culture they had infused really well into the series, and like I was actually studying that in school. And if you ever ask any acupuncturists around, they'll tell you like they're totally gung ho for this show because they see so many beautiful parallels between the medicine and and what the show is talking about. Wow. I don't know too many acupuncturists other other than you, but I will definitely ask them. Um, yeah. And then if if they're fans of the show, then then that just or if even if they're not, I'm gonna recommend it to them. So yeah, I don't want to give any spoilers away, but in the next series, they take it a step further where we actually see acupuncture in uh, the Legend of Korra, what? and that too, I was like fangirling over. <laughs> How did I miss that? Yeah, in Korra. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. It's pretty dope. 
Yeah, I haven't seen Korra at all. Um, I know. I'm, I'm going to be shamed. I know. That's why I'm just putting it out there. Oh, shameful. <sighs> I know. Hey, maybe we'll live stream that too, and you can actually watch it for the first time. We'll oh, see. You know what? We'll see. I, I'm, I would be down for it because uh, mm-hmm. apparently, you know, I need to get that part of my life together. So. Yes, it's deep. It's real. <laughs> okay, Courtney. So, how did you become involved in and discover Avatar? So my story is a little like Janelle's, I, except I I don't remember watching it. I've I've I mean, I own the series, and I, I remember when it was on Netflix and it was stream, streaming, but I don't remember seeing more than the third season on TV. So I don't know. I don't actually know how I got involved, you know, in, involved in um, The Last Airbender, but I just remember absolutely loving it because just like Janelle, I just thought that it was one of those cartoons that, oh, it's another Nate cartoon, but then I watched it and I realized how deep the story was and how 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 uh, well-rounded the characters were I realized that it wasn't just some stupid show that was out there it was it was a, it was a cartoon with substance mm-hmm. and so I remember watching the season finale I watched that live on Nick and I remember crying and I still cry to this day every time, every time I watch it uh, because it's so beautiful and it's so well done um, but what I do remember is going through each and every episode and, you know, of every season, um, on my computer, cause that's where I have it and watching it and can watch it straight through every time. I don't have to skip around. There's some, some episodes that I prefer more than others, but I can watch it straight through. I, I feel like I gain new perspective on it every time. And I mean, I I can't sing the praises of this show. High, you know, I just can't. I can't do it enough. Um, so I kind of stumbled upon it, but boy, when I was in, I was in, and that's yeah. all she wrote. Mm-hmm. Wow! Like once you get sucked in, it's you know, like what Courtney was saying. They have they did such an amazing job of creating these characters that you actually love by the end of the show, like. You know, like you really grow emotionally attached to these characters, <laughs> like right, right. because you're really invested in them and their storylines, and like to see them progress and change as the series goes along, and it's not far fetched and it's completely understandable. And um, I love the emotional nuance of it, you know, because like you can totally see why someone would act out a certain way. Right. You know, like it. Right. You know, like oh, of course, like you're gonna respond that way based on your experiences, and they and they make that very very clear. Yes. You know, and yes. they make characters you know three-dimensional you know really rich characters like even the villains you're like oh like I totally get it now I see what you're doing like I see and why you actually like the villains too yeah. well, at least I did. <laughs> like Azula you know like you know the entire time you're watching the show you're just like crazy Azula like what in the world and then you get to the end and you're like I see and then you actually feel bad. Like, you're mm-hmm. just like, oh, man, like, Azula, like, I really hope that you figure it out, you know? Even though you've been crazy the entire time and just, like, but also brilliant in your craziness. That's what I appreciated about her. It's just, like, they really made her, like, you know, something to contend with. Like, she wasn't oh, weak or, you know, like, she was like, I'm about this life. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And, and to add to that, because Azula was a girl, I'm so, so glad that they did not dumb her down mm-hmm. they didn't make her she was feminine but she wasn't like a weak feminine she wasn't 
I mean, she was just a great villain, and she, I mean, yeah, all, all of what you just said. Yeah. And and that is a, a point that I, even from the first time I watched it, and I had just started rewatching it before this whole live tweet began, um, that the the women in this show, and, oh. and the girls, because uh, some of them are, are still pretty young, but they're very strong. Like, they're not, like, I don't yeah. recall any weak, you know, feminine characters at all, which I loved. Like, yeah. yes. Every character, every character in the show has a purpose. Even, like, the cabbage, the cabbage <laughs> has a purpose. <laughs> There's, like, a fangirl, or, no, it's a fan, fanboy, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Frost at the mouth. Yes. Has a, has a purpose. And, I mean, they have smaller roles, but you, every nothing in this series happens without a purpose, and nothing is coincidence. And um, which is another reason I love the, the the series finale because you you tie up so many loose ends and so many things that you saw back in season one um, or season two that was maybe obscure at the time comes back, and it's the show is so well plotted and well written and. It's it's very clear that the writers and the creators of the show, just everybody who had anything to do with the show, was was very deliberate in everything that they they that they did. Janelle mentioned earlier how they incorporated a lot a lot of Asian culture, and I love that about the show mm-hmm. um, because so much is drawn off of um, off of Asian culture, and it it wasn't. It it wasn't um, it was very diverse and it was very inclusive and yeah it was great it's great yeah yes. the the other thing I would mention is like they were able to really tackle some very heavy topics oh, yeah. in this, this in this cartoon you know we're talking about like death genocide you know family like losing your parents you yeah. know war. Um, I guess racism to an extent, sexism comes up, you know, misogyny, I think, comes up a little bit, um, cultural appropriation comes up at certain points in the show. So they were really tackling a lot of heavy issues that I think kids were able to really understand and, and take in and, you know, through this cartoon. And they did it in a way where it didn't feel heavy handed, but you definitely felt the emotional impact of what these topics mean in, in the grander scale of right. you know, life. You know, because you're talking about a character who, like, lost everybody. Like, there's, yeah. he's the last. <laughs> like, you know, that name is real. Like, he is the last airbender. And, you know, once you get deeper into the show and you see how it came about, you know, um, you know, when you're talking about war, like, you know, especially, it's, it's funny, if, if you ever see this, um, there's a YouTube documentary of the creators, how they went about making the show. Mm. Which is amazing. It's you know, it's like a half hour segment, and it's really really great. They talk about yeah, to share that later. Yeah, I'll definitely give you a link. But um, I think they were talking about oh man, I I totally lost my train of thought. But something along the lines of um, you know, how do we tell these stories without dumbing it down? One, um, and then oh, they'll probably come back to me later. But just know that there was a lot of thought put into these things. You know what I mean? And it like, shows. It, it really shows. It really oh. shows. Even down to like the martial arts that you see. Okay, that's what I was, was going to say to you. It's like they wanted to talk about war and death and, you know, fight and use violence without it being violent. And that's where the, the bending came in. Mm. Right? Oh. Like instead of using guns or, you know, fist fighting or whatever, they said, let's use the elements instead. And, and that comes across. Like, you know, when they're 
bending at each other. Like, it's real fighting. Yeah. You know? But, and it's dangerous, but it never feels excessive. Right. You know? Like, when someone gets knocked over by a wave of water or a blast of fire or whatever, you don't feel like, ooh, that's violent. Like, you just feel like, wow, someone just got beat. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but even with that, in the documentary, they, they talk about, you know, everything was choreographed. They got real martial artists to come in and help them choreograph all of that work. Yep. Yep. You know? And they, it's really thoughtful. It's like, when you see how much work they put into this, like, and you see the final product, it makes complete sense. Well, and the fact that they, that each of the bending arts has its own unique style of mm-hmm. actual, actual martial arts style totally. is amazing to me. Cause I knew, I remember, I remember knowing, <clears throat> excuse me, I remember um, knowing that water, uh, the water benders were, oh, what are they? Tai Chi? They're Tai Chi, yeah. So I knew that they were Tai Chi, and you can tell in the movement. You, it's very clear. But when I, I didn't realize that airbending was also – I didn't realize at the time that each each um, mm-hmm. area had its own specific martial arts style. But I remember learning that, and I was like, wow, it's true. You can tell the difference, and each style, each martial arts style in real life is so is so closely related to the bending the bending arts, and it's um, it definitely shows it definitely shows that they're not just out there waving their arms or doing something stupid. It's an actual style, yeah, um, or based off mm-hmm. of an actual martial arts style. Mm-hmm. Love right, and I just love that attention to detail. That just oh, I need to watch it right now. But um, <laughs> <laughs> wow, that is exciting. Um, now, I know this would probably be very, very difficult to do, so I'll kind of widen it, but mm-hmm. are there any particular characters that you just really love, like are your favorites, and mm-hmm. just kind of just, like if you could hang out with one of them for a day? <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If, if I, you could just pick one. I would, my favorite character to this day, um, and I would love to hang out with is Uncle Iroh. Oh, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> like, Uncle Iroh is just, like, I adore his character, yeah. like, through and through. Like, I think he, you know, he's he's a very nuanced character. He's very chill. He has a great sense of humor. Like, mm-hmm. but at the same time, you know, on the back end of him being this chill, you know, relaxed, wise man, he used to be a warrior. Mm-hmm. And he was actually right. set to become the next Fire Lord, but it wasn't until, you know, certain events happened that he yeah. decides not to. And because of that, you know, very tragic event in his life, he went on to become that wise man by saying, hey, you know, what is it about the life that I was living that led me to this, you know, really painful heartbreak? Mm-hmm. And is it worth it? And I think that's what probably pushed him to go traveling, if, if I understand correctly. And, like, in the end, he really turns out to be, you know, beyond a mentor for his nephew, but someone that was really trustworthy and just, you know, all around an amazing character. Mm. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I think I agree too. myself because it's, that's, that's exactly, he's so, I mean, I can't say it enough. Each character is multidimensional and they're very full characters and they all have a story. Um, but he, I love his growth. I love what he represents, and I love that he's a part of the Fire Nation. In a, I mean, he is like he is the, the royalty, Fire Nation royalty, and he was able to um, make the turnaround. And I don't want to give too much away, but he's he was able to have such a 
such a thorough character arc. Um, and he's just, he's the rock. He is the rock of um, our, our group, our, our group of characters in so many ways. Um, I guess I can say he is the, he's the rock of this show, I, see, I would say, because he is older, he's wiser, he's seen it all, basically, he's done it all. Um, he's just, he's a great character. My second runner-up, or I guess first runner-up, though, of characters I want to hang with, would be Zuko. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of <laughs> crazy. So, Zuko. Yeah. Because I, I really love, I guess he's he's really relatable because he's he's older than Aang. Mm-hmm. So it starts out with Aang being 12 and so I think that, I think that puts Zuko at like, I think he's 16. 14. I think he's 16 in the show. I thought it ended. I thought it ended with him being 16. Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay maybe. Something. I don't know. I, and I forget that this show is like it covers maybe a year and a half. It, it doesn't cover a long span of time, um, because it starts with winter and then spring and then and then summer. But anywho, um, he. I love Zuko's. He has probably the coolest character arc mm-hmm. ever. Because of his, yeah. of his, I mean everything down to his scar and what that represents and where mm-hmm. it came from, and how, what it's done for him as a as a character, um, as well as how he was able to make a complete 180 in his life and and how where that takes him. I mean it's it's just <laughs> his story is he it's. It's hard to really get into it without without giving it away. I don't want to spoil it, but it's his arc is just so beautiful and it's it's so moving, and I think it's really relatable too. Yeah, it totally, it totally is. is. You know, and, and lots of credit to the voice actors too. Yeah. Um, uh, Dante Dante Basco, I think, is who voiced him. Yep. Um, and he's you know known for like his role in um, Hook, um, I believe. In was it younger a years. Ranger once at some some one time? No, I don't know. I don't remember. But you know the voice acting that goes into that though. Like there were so many times, you know, like the tears, the crying, like you know, the yelling, the rage, and mm-hmm. you really you feel that from that character. Um, Absolutely. And like you said, he, he like did all all yeah. of that, he did it. Zuko. Even at the even at the toward the end of the show when he was able to show his sense of humor was really great too. Mm-hmm. You know, like, hey, mm-hmm. Zuko here and we're just like, What? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. When he was such he had been through so much at a such a su- for such a young person, he had endured so much, was still enduring it and trying to literally regain his honor, which is like his theme and his, you know, motif. But he for him to be so young and to have so much weight on his shoulders, um, you can you can understand why he did the things that he did, and um, which was so powerful when he was able to uh, move beyond his past mm-hmm. into something mm-hmm. better, and to make that choice, you know, mm-hmm. which is that was always his choice. You know, and he had that crisis point. You know, he had to really figure it out. Mm-hmm. Um, and come to terms with, you know, the history and, you know, the, the, you know, everything about his situation. Like it, you know, it became less egocentric as it went along. He realized, like, oh snap, this is not just about me. There are mm-hmm. so many people relying on this outcome, mm-hmm. you know. And if it's just about me and my honor, 
how many people are going to suffer for it? Mm-hmm. And how will I feel about myself? Like, you know, like, so those are really challenging topics, I think, to kind of cover and, and to go really deep with it, too. Like, it wasn't superficial. It wasn't an episode. It was like, you could oh. see him changing throughout the series. When even the right. way they showed his physical change mm-hmm. was such a beautiful and genius, I think, way to show what was going on on the inside of him. Definitely. Um, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, that it is definitely great. Um, and that's actually what pushed me to keep watching once I started to see all of these changes in these characters because they all go through something. Mm-hmm. And um, it's it just drew me in. I'm like, okay, what happens next? And then after it ended, I didn't know about Korra, that the next series, but mm-hmm. like, I wanted more. And uh, I just was so enriched in these these characters and their arcs and it it truly is brilliant and I probably didn't really see it the first time I mean I enjoyed it but um, I'm so glad that I have the two of you here to just really break it down to the awesomeness as I'm kind of reliving it as you guys are talking about it I'm like oh yes that's right that did happen and <laughs> and and now I'm just even that more much more excited to begin this live tweet and just relive the moments in the moment and see these things happening. It's, it really is a truly brilliant um, show. And it's, it's amazing how some of these shows, even there are a couple out, out shows right now, even um, it just gave me uh, like Steven universe. That's, oh, I mean, it's geared <laughs> towards children like or kids, but adults also, I mean, all ages, they're all getting something out of it. So, And this yeah. is one of those, Avatar, The Last Airbender, is one of those that fits in that category that, you know, you can watch it with your kids. You can watch it by yourself, which we are doing. So, <laughs> yes, um, we are doing that. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it's brilliant. just great. And I just love entertainment like that, that just, that um, is entertaining, but also just very engaging. Like, mm-hmm. you, you just got to have to keep going. Yeah. And that is that is what we'll be doing. And I'm already going to say this now. Once we finish like the live tweet, we'll have to reconvene and talk about it again. So. Mm-hmm. For sure. Definitely. Totally. <laughs> I'm excited. I mean, I just want to say the, the last thing that I loved about this show was um, how they infused the idea of spirit into the show. Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Especially... Talk about that. Like for me as an astrologer and a clairvoyant, like you know, I kind of work with those fields a lot. And to see like how like they just did it so well, like I was just like, are you serious? Like who do I talk to? I need to talk to someone about how amazing this is. Mm-hmm. You know, like <laughs> the idea of the spirit world and like you know honoring it and you know merging with it and how it's still a big part of it. And you know that definitely comes up again in um, the Legend of Korra too. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I just, uh, yeah. <laughs> so so as, as we're live tweeting and if we have these, we need to talk to someone, can we talk to you? Sure. I, I, I'd love to. I mean, as much as I can give, I'll, I'll do my best. But, um, yeah, like I love the fact that this kid is the bridge between the, the physical and spiritual world, you know, and they talk about past lives and, and, and going to your past lives for information and, like, oh, all this that. amazing stuff. And I'm like, are you serious right now? <laughs> like, yeah. is this a kid show? <laughs> right. Well, and the fact that it was mainstream, too. Like, you don't, you, that seeing stuff like that, that's, 
you know, it's not so much Christianity, and it's it's I guess it's more Buddhist than anything else. Um, more closely related to Buddhism, I suppose. But it's mainstream, and and like that was a major plot of the whole show. Like that, Avatar's job is to be the bridge between the physical world and the spirit world. That's amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, it's just amazing to see all of that culture, that specific, like the all of that, mm-hmm. as you said, mainstream on TV for kids or directed towards kids, and it's. I mean, this goes to diversity, basically. That you just, mm-hmm. you know, you don't see that often, which I love. Yeah, like I'm so excited to watch this again with people who have seen it already, and also people who haven't, just to get their their reactions to that, you know, because mm-hmm. it's so beautifully done. Like I, I really don't it have is. any it fault is. with it, you know, like when Aang does his crossing over, or when he gets, you know powers up pretty much when he has to when he's accessing his power for the first time and how much it scares him you know that's a real thing right right mm-hmm. you know yeah. you can be very scary to access that kind of power and and ability you know I would imagine for a child or for as an, as an adult mm-hmm. and well, like you know mm-hmm. he's in a very unique situation because he before he realized how he could you know talk with the past avatars he he was alone. He didn't have anyone to train him. He was under this pressure to defeat the Fire Lord in like, you know, tomorrow and he didn't he didn't feel ready. And he wasn't able to control access or control this this new power or well, not new, but this power of his that only he had. I, it's just I can't imagine feeling mm-hmm. that kind of stress as a twelve year old kid. <laughs> I don't know if I would be able to handle it now as an adult. Right, <laughs> so, right. You know, exactly. mm-hmm. but knowing that along the way he definitely met people who were able to help him, you know, which I thought was a, a huge yeah. part of it. Because yeah. when you have all that pressure on your shoulders and and you know it's your job, you know, and seeing him struggle with, you know, I don't want to put anybody else in danger. This is my job, and you know the right. guilt that he felt about the time that had passed, you know, and like this is all my fault and blah blah blah, and you know, like that's that's real for a lot of people. You know, making you feel yeah. like your mistakes are the the cause of all the whatever the problems may be. Mm-hmm. You know, right. um, and all the grief. You know, they don't really they touch about it briefly, but all the grief he might have had too. Like yeah. to have your entire culture, all your family and loved ones just gone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and, yeah. and how do you exist in the world like that? <laughs> it's just like levels. Yeah. Levels. levels. <laughs> so many. Oh. Um. <laughs> wow. Well, I guess my my final question, which actually just just came up when we were talking about how just Aang dealing with his avatar powers, but just even if just a bending power, mm-hmm. if there is one out of the it's four of them, right? It's four. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you pick one, which one would you want? Um, I would definitely be water, and if I couldn't be water, I'd probably be fire. See, I'm the opposite. I think I want fire, <laughs> and water is a close, it's a close second. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, what about I'm you? I'm all over ex- except except for ground. That's the only or earth. I don't really want earth. that one. I, I might want possibly air because I could fly, mm-hmm. or just get a little ball to fly on. Um, <laughs> but I don't, I don't really know. I might, I might end up being more towards water. Okay. Maybe. Nice. 
But water yeah. is a, so, an amazing element. <laughs> yes, yes. It uh, is. It is. It's very refreshing. <laughs> and, and as we get into so, later episodes, we totally see how amazing water is. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. Ah. It goes yeah. deeper. <laughs> so, June 21st is when we begin the live tweet. Uh, that is a Tuesday at 8, 8, or 8 a.m. Wow. 8 p.m. Eastern Standard oh. Time under the hashtag. Uh, Yip Yip Tuesdays. Tuesdays. Sorry, but that's a plural. Yip Yip Tuesdays. So uh, please, if you're hearing this and listening, please join us. Um, whether it's your first time, second time, or 94th time, like both Janelle and Courtney now have watched it. So <laughs> join along with us. And it will be live tweeting for an hour. These episodes are like 20, 22, 23 minutes. Mm-hmm. So from 8 to 9-ish. And, uh, yeah, we'll do that every Tuesday until we finish the season. Or, not season, the show, series. Okay. And, uh, oh, there are two places you can find it. It's on Amazon Prime and um, what, uh, Janelle, you told me the other one. I think it's Kiss something? It's kissanime.com. Um, okay. I don't know how much we can promote that, but <laughs> oh. <laughs> there, are, there, are many, there are many places on the internet you can find these shows if you don't have Amazon. <laughs> oh, right. So, if you don't have like, Amazon, or if you yeah, have the yeah. Netflix DVDs, or if it's on your computer by some means, um, yeah. Yeah, we're not, this, this is a judgment-free zone. <laughs> we just oh, want yeah, you to I'm watch. Not, <laughs> yeah, we just want you to join. Yeah, any way you can. I'm not judging you. Nobody <laughs> else is judging you. But if you get caught, we, it wasn't us. It was not us. It really wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> we're just talking about how great the show is. We're not saying how to get it, which is you know, a great show. Just do it. Do what you got to I mean, just do it. <laughs> yeah, just, just do it. If Aang so, can do um, it, you Janelle, can do it. <laughs> exactly, exactly. That's right. Uh, Janelle, do you have anything to uh, plug or just want to just share other than the live tweet? Uh, anything you want people oh, to check out? Well, um, me and my good friend um, Mecca, The Mechanism, on Twitter, we have a podcast as well where we talk about okay. astrology in relation to entertainment. Um, and that is that podcast podcast is called stars on fire. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at Jupiterian stars. Um, and you know, I do astrology and clairvoyant readings and I'm always looking and ready to help people with my services. So you can always follow me at J so above on Twitter and meet me there. Awesome. Thank you so much for being on the show and we would definitely have you back soon. Thank you so much for having me. And we are going to take a quick break. The Indu Podcast. Hello, Indubians. I'm Laura, host of Laudavision, the podcast for visionaries, artists, and creatives. On my podcast, I'm interviewing fellow artists trying to figure out how we can bring our creative vision to life without compromising our values, crushing our soul, and dying poor. Yep, that explains it. You can listen to the Louder Vision podcast on lauramioli.com and connect with me on Twitter at Loudavision. Hey guys, this is Arielle. And this is Deeds of Potluck Dinner Podcast. Check us out on Podbean at potluckdinner.podbean.com. 
and iTunes. Search for us. All right. See you there. Bye. And welcome back, Indubians. <laughs> Thank you so much again, Courtney, for joining for another episode. Having me. And do you have anything you'd like to plug before we sign off? I'm over at birdhousecollective.com. It's a community that's dedicated to creatives and business owners and living intent creatively. So check me out, birdhousecollective.com. And I'm also on Twitter as birdhc. Nice. And you're also on Twitter live tweeting every once in a while, too. Yes, yes, yes. More often than not. <laughs> what you'll be doing um, with uh, with us with the um, my mind went blank suddenly. It's been a long day. Airbender, like Airbender. Airbender. Yes, yip yip yes. Tuesdays. Yes. Yeah. Hashtag yip yip Tuesdays. And um, yes, Fringe Friday will be wrapping up soon. <laughs> <laughs> I told you it's been a long day. Oh, um, Lord have mercy. I know. But hey, if the world didn't suck, we'd all fall off. was recorded on planet Earth and is an extension of the Indoob blog found at Indoob.com. You can subscribe and find more episodes on iTunes and Indoob.podbean.com. You can also follow Master Sterling on Twitter at Indoob. I am not allowed. This is Billford signing off and this has been another 3SFX production. Use your words, Chief. Good boy.